0: i uh-huh. uh-huh. everyone and welcome to the protagonist podcast where each week we look at a great character in a great story i'm Dorowski. this week we're looking ahead at many great stories fingers crossed that will be coming our way in 2023 as we play fantasy box office and joining me for the game is producer andrew welcome back andrew hello uh andrew would you like to let our listeners know how fantasy box office 2022 went i would not <laughs>
1: Will you? Anyway. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You have won, but your margin of victory decreased. I I will say substantially uh, compared to where it was during some of our, our quick cast reports. And this is entirely due to James Cameron's avatar
0: to the way of water. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Uh, So in the end, uh, final standings, you have won by, 700 million dollars down from 900 million dollars. Okay. I mean, yes, 200 million is a substantial difference. Uh, I, I I will grant you that. But it Yet, doesn't make
0: it close. Yes. the way that was being presented, I thought it was going to be a little closer because I've not mm-hmm. looked at the final numbers.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh so so you do have a substantial lead. Uh and yeah, so so you're the winner. I think that's a bigger win than any previous year. No. Not necessarily. Uh 2019 it was it was over a billion dollars. Uh 2018 was was close. That was 300 million. Okay. 360 million. So that that's legitimately close. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2017 uh with Todd was only 14 million? Oh, that according was according to my in the wire. stats? Oh my goodness. What in the world was that? Todd really got it close (laughs) yeah was that the first year we did it 2018 that's the first one uh, 2017 2017. Uh, that's the that's the first i have record of okay so at this point
0: i remain completely undefeated in this game um
1: yes and and granted we skipped 2021 there's no stats on that one um but (laughs) yes this is the only this is the only protagonist game in which you are undefeated
0: yeah, I'd say it, I, I've not gone and run the stats, but I'm going to guess my record in all other protagonist games, maybe a little less than 50 percent, probably like
1: I, 40, percent. Yeah, considering that there's you and Todd and a number of guests involved in those, mm-hmm. um, that's probably right. And due to this, I know you have
0: really made it a mission to take me down in
1: 2023. Yes, there are if it doesn't work this year, then I have three remaining uh, like potential efforts I can do to get better at this game. <laughs> and, uh, one of them just isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think because it would involve running simulations,
0: <laughs> like of you want you, potential you want to... <laughs>
1: box office earnings for future films. Okay. It would be okay. simulating the year based uh-huh. on parameters. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I would consider getting an assessment through the dueling genre discord from other dueling genre hosts and listeners Mm. to say, Hey, like like some pre pick. If you were going to, here's 25 films, rank them please for what you think is going to do really well next year. Okay. Uh, And then the other one would be to not quite simulate, but to, very specifically like plug in weighted variables for the films coming out Mm -hmm. and say, okay, this director has a history of this much money and these rotten tomato scores. This actor has a history of this much money and these rotten tomato scores, uh, this This studio, this franchise. Yeah. Yeah. To, to plug in, you know, half a dozen things Mm -hmm. and, and create some sort of numerical value. Right. And, And, and I'm, slightly shy of that right now, right <laughs> I, I, w- I have joked about calling this year movie ball uh-huh. because i I did go back and I have looked at stats for the past five years, mm-hmm. uh, including 2021 about movies i have checked I have checked some things like which studios are the most successful in this game, what is the most impactful, like ultimate deciding factor in this game? So I've done a few things and I do have some notes. I don't want to tell you about those notes. Right. So <laughs> I can be like, uh, 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 yes. After, after the picks. Okay. Yeah. He,
0: real quick before, I, I guess I may have jumped the gun a little on your, on your efforts to take my up What was like, like, do you have any surprises of 2022? Like the, the overperformer, like oh. where we picked it or, or the underperformer? that yeah, we, we thought was going to be big. and didn't, did not deliver.
1: We definitely can talk about that. Let me get the adjusted rankings set in order. Um, I know the biggest performer was Top Gun Maverick, correct? Yes, that is the biggest outright performer, which is an absolute anomaly in and of itself because it's twice as much as the next film, basically. Yeah.
0: And, and, and it was also the extremely highest, extremely high in reviews. It was in the uh, 90s. I
1: think it is the highest Rotten Tomatoes we have on the chart and the highest box office.
0: And yes. I picked that and those those are teens, never teens, right. It was number nine. Okay, so so a little a little later than yeah.
1: So it, it's overperforming for sure, but having the highest Rotten Tomatoes and the highest um, box office is kind of an anomaly, and also it's just wild. On all of our picks, Joseph, there are two films that have higher than ninety percent Rotten Tomato score this year. The overall average Rotten Tomato score has not gone down but I think the high end has dropped significantly. I think there's a lot more movies getting seventies mm. than there used to be. So
0: what besides Top Gun Maverick was up there?
1: Well, I want you to guess it is another film that you picked. Oh, I, so, ra- so Top Gun got 96 <laughs> and the next highest is a 95 that you picked.
0: Um, okay. Let me, I, I it wasn't, it wasn't any of the Marvels, uh, no, that I no. had, um, This film
1: is not really on your radar. I can tell you that much. Okay. I'm probably not gonna be able to pull it out then. So what do we have? It is the last film of the year. Puss in Boots. The Last Wish. Oh, (laughs) Puss in Boots. It got a 95%.
0: (laughs) Okay. I was not going to pull that out. I forgot that I had Puss
1: (laughs) As of recording, it could always change a little bit, but. Yeah. uh, You predicted for that film. I have a note from your prediction. Uh Uh-huh. You predicted sixty million and a fifty percent rating.
0: Ooh, (laughs) a little harsh on that.
1: That does represent your adjusted box office earnings for it, which is ninety five percent at thirty six (laughs) million. Okay, so that's pretty close, actually in the in the overall result. But you got half as much money and twice as much Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's that's weird, right? To have just two films in the nineties. Yeah, that feels really i don't know like okay i just pulled up 2019 for for comparison seem fair yeah okay uh number one avengers ed game ninety four percent number two toy story four ninety seven percent spider man ninety one percent if we go down the um tenth in our ranking us ninety three percent ninety percent ninety percent ninety percent ninety seven ninety two
0: Oh, critics got, like, uh, what got harsher with the pandemic. <laughs> they, yeah. they really became more cynical and disenchanted with the, with their craft <laughs> and with the, with the product, products they have to practice their craft on, I guess.
1: They were the same number of films with a over 90% rating in 2020, as in 2022. Huh. So, strange. yeah, like that high end is reserved for really special stuff, I guess now.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Any, so any major over performers from where we picked them or underperformers, you think kind of stood out as being notable?
1: Uh, yes. Big overperformer: minions rise of grew. That's in the mm-hmm. top 10, but it was pick number 24. Uh, then. So that was 18 points ahead. Honestly, black Panther overperformed by 15 spots. You picked that at 17. Cause we didn't think it was going to come out.
0: <laughs> I'm still a little surprised. It
1: actually did. Yeah, Uh looks like the top overperformer was Violent Night, one of mine. Oh, uh, picked that at number 40 and it came in at number 18. So how much did
0: that end up making?
1: Uh, Forty five million.
0: Oh, I feel like I mean, the box office has
1: not fully recovered from the pandemic here. I I don't know about recovery. I think this might be where the box office is now.
0: Yes. And I you know, think there's a number it's of hard, hard to know
1: for probably about two more years, yeah. but this might be where we're at.
0: Yeah, I I think uh, the the pandemic and people losing the habit of going to movie theaters definitely exacerbated everything. But the rise of streaming and the quality of home televisions is a huge part of it. As Mm -hmm. much as uh, some people want to just blame the marvel marvelification of blockbusters, where everything has to be part of some grand story for audiences to want to see at movie theaters, I think it's also the fact that it's so easy to watch high quality images of. Mm -hmm. A massive library through streaming
1: oh yeah i also do want to point out so we picked 40 or so films and we lost 12 of them
0: <laughs> yeah there were uh, a lot of creatures between happening.
1: between streaming and delays uh so it is an interesting i mean it's the most we've ever lost outside of 2020 itself mm-hmm. uh, which was so everything the the box office is not just you know kind of weaker overall it's more volatile right you're more likely for things to shift around I think mm-hmm. than ever before yeah all uh, right do you have any other statistical questions you want uh, on it
0: no um I, I just you know in in looking back at my my win streak here uh you're kind of <laughs> unprecedented I, I want you to know that coming into 2023 I've gone no
1: research all vibes I just kind of looked okay. through some list of the movies that are coming out and start All right. picking them. Um, can I also, I do want to point out top five. Right. So let's just run down. Let's run the top 10. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Adjusted I, I rankings. Right.
1: Top Gun Maverick. That's you. Black Panther. That's you. The Batman. That's me. Okay. Doctor Strange is yours. Avatar 2 coming in at number five. That's amazing for how
0: late in the year it came out.
1: Yes. That does represent like an adjusted earnings of only 260 million. Uh huh. For comparison, in 2019, the fifth earner was like 330. So it's it's down not quite a hundred million, mm-hmm. um, from an equivalent rank in previous years. Right.
0: But again, for when we're recording this, uh, Avatar Two is obviously going to keep making money for weeks. Yeah. Uh, but we're we're just talking about where we're at right now. Uh, but for that having come out what two weeks ago? Yeah. That's a, a an astounding amount of money for yeah. one film to make.
1: It, it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, then we have Minions. That was mine. Thor, Love and Thunder, which was yours. And I I, I love pointing it out every time. Minions, not just adjusted, but in actual just baseline box office beat Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> yes. Just the straight up box office. Uh-huh. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog was mine. <laughs> okay. Elvis. I, I, it's still very strange to me that Sonic Jurassic it World. is... A top ten performer here. Uh, Elvis be Jurassic World in the adjusted, uh, not in the flat out rankings. Jurassic World is the lowest top ten at twenty nine percent.
0: Oh yeah, it just it just impacted by the Rotten Tomato multiplier that we do.
1: Yeah, yeah, very significantly. Um, let me see about the what's the biggest underperformer that we have. Uh, ambulance down nine spots from where it should have been I mean a nine
0: spot swing is not I would have expected that we'd have something bigger again like a number of our our biggest swings are uh, you know did not play yeah it's, uh, it's because... the things
1: that, that didn't come out like uh, turning red
0: or uh, let's see number five pick Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. or or wait no the number one pick Spider-Man yeah. across the Spider-Verse yep never came out that that's got to hurt your, your ability to win the game Andrew I, when you're I, number one pick I have to <laughs> assume
1: that it is a factor yeah <laughs> how is much it of a factor
0: million dollar factor i don't think so but still that's a big one
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yep 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 it is rough <laughs> uh, all
0: right uh, as we start the 2023 picks andrew would you like the first pick or picks two and three uh, because it's just the two of us our tradition is mm-hmm. that it goes uh whoever gets the first pick gets one then the next person gets two and three and then after that
1: we just alternate right. it all the way down and uh and since i'm the loser i get to decide what i want yes yeah i, I think that's that's a fair <laughs> the, sh- the, the management's like choice yes <laughs> uh i i want to pick the second and third i think i think that gives me better options to get more critical films okay better better odds i should say
0: now, I'm, I'm just curious in in your prep, like, do you have a list of like one through 50 of films? Our, our yeah. goal, I think, is going to be 52 films because there's 52 weeks of the year. Uh, sure, and so we yeah. want constant updates happening. You have like ranked one through 50 ish.
1: Yes, I went through it um, a number of times to to lock this down. I am confident in my ranking. I I reviewed it like two days after I initially placed everything to see if I wanted to make any final adjustments. Okay. I am I think I'm locked in. So I'm ready to highlight these as our picks occur to know what is available and what is not available. I'm ready.
0: All right. Well, I um I didn't do that. <laughs> I looked at a bunch of lists of the films that are coming out next year. And then I just made a group that I called top tier, then mid-level, then late round, and then oh, Hail Marys. Was,
1: that was kind of my uh my filtering mechanism. I just ran that filter psychologically, yeah. you know, eight times. Yeah. And then and then Hail Mary's is when we're getting down into the fifties. It's like, nah, let's, yeah, let's see
0: if we can pick up 20 million from this. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so so yeah, as I'm looking at my list, like I've just got this bunch here that's my top tier. Uh so from oh, that so group. Gut. Yeah. And also I can react to you know what you're taking because I don't you know I want to be shoehorned
1: into like i one. I want to be this is dispassionate for me. The, mm-hmm. Like I These aren't films to me anymore. These aren't creative works. These are Numbers. These are just, just the data is has been input. And now you're giving us these the are output. returns on investment. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what, Joseph? Yeah, can I just could I take my, uh, my bottom half of my list? And can I do that as a tax write off and try to recoup <laughs> $4 billion? <laughs> How, how how would that work you just walk me through the steps that you're envisioning in your head I I don't have a solution uh, these movies never come out no one will ever see them again and I get four billion dollars in the in the total does that work uh no, I call it no, I call it some. a Zaslav yeah
0: oh. oh man what oh, I, I guess that's one thing is like what in the world is gonna happen to some of these Warner Brothers films that we're gonna we're gonna have to be picking just because they
1: might come out <laughs> uh, you know I'm not saying that that was a factor in where I placed some of the Warner Brothers films in my list, but I'm not saying it wasn't a factor.
0: For any listeners who aren't aware, uh, the new head of Warner Brothers Discovery is named Zaslav, and he has just been cutting things left and right.
1: Finished uh, movies, ready finished movie, ready to go either to the, to the big screen or to streaming. And they just said, nope, if it does doesn't come out anymore, if it doesn't come out, it's a tax write-off in some form.
0: And we also never have to pay a residual to any creative person who put their heart and soul into this.
1: It's it's a very unpleasant maneuver.
0: Yeah. Uh, And and I I had a tweet that I put out and it got no traction. I'm going to blame the mess of the Google out, the Twitter algorithm uh, under the bus. But uh, someone had tweeted out that Dune 2 has finished forming, uh, finished finished filming. And I said, no one tells Aslov and I got no traction on that. (laughs) I was pretty pleased with that one.
1: Yeah, Uh, I think his name's going to be remembered uh, in that form
0: (laughs) of Zaslaving. Yes, (laughs) the the finished (laughs) creative products. Yeah, canceling
1: a finished film. Yeah,
0: okay. uh, For my number one pick, uh, I'm going to take Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Marvel is a consistent performer for us. Uh, Not always number one, as we saw last year, but it's uh, it it doesn't feel like it's going to be a swing and a miss to take a Marvel film unless it doesn't come out. Fingers crossed that Mm -hmm. I, I feel good about
1: this one coming out though. That was my number one. Okay. <laughs> so and, we've, uh, we've come to the same conclusion. I also have to say, I
0: built up some more goodwill because of their holiday special that they put out. Guardians of the Galaxy I, is not my that. favorite of the Marvel franchises. It's for me, like I know some people who absolutely love it. For me, it's been like solid, but yeah, you know, I'm not gonna rush out, for, you know, for, for any, any Guardians
1: of the Galaxy thing, but I
0: really enjoyed their holiday special
1: that they put out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'll take number two, Ant-Man and the Quantum Mania. Okay. And then number three. Why thre- don't you just give us number three and then we'll talk about it, yeah. Yeah, number three, I'll take Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part One.
0: Okay. Yeah, Mission Impossible, I how feel many, like. How uh, many
1: colons are theoretically in that title? Mission Impossible. Because it's Mission, colon, Impossible. Yeah, and then, mission, and then Dead Reckoning. So there'd be Mission, colon, Impossible, colon, Dead Reckoning, Colon, Part One. Or I mean, something's got to be a dash.
0: Yeah. Um, I think they are doing the colon to part one. So.
1: Ooh. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I t- Tom Cruise. It was after. Um, Top Gun Maverick. I'm not going to pick against him mm-hmm. in, a, in a franchise that at this point has nostalgia <laughs> built in with it. Cause it is a 25 year old
1: franchise. Yeah. Is that it has been doing Mission Impossible. Yeah. And, uh, The last mission impossible film was uh, a top performer. It's year, Uh, Not the top performer, but it overperformed by 17 slots Mm -hmm. uh, and made it into the top five. So, you know, I I feel good, especially after Top Gun. Um, I think getting Mission Impossible early on is is a good call. I think if it's still in there, I would take it right here. Yeah. Would where like were you feeling Ant-Man and the Wasp? similarly in in you know this top three range
0: it was definitely in the in like my grab bag of like t- this, this this should go in the top five so mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't think you're overreaching i i mean it does not matter at all i might have swapped those two mm-hmm. um but for you getting both picks it really doesn't matter <laughs> right <Which laughs> I'm gonna, well, i wanted the two picks yeah. i'm gonna switch things up and diversify my portfolio which at the moment consists of one superhero film i'm right. gonna be taking coming out to us from the studio that brought us the Overperformer uh Minions Rise of Gru. I'm going to be taking the Super Mario Brothers movie. Okay. Um, some of this may be built into the bias of the obsession I see my kids have with Super Mario. Uh, and, and I just kind of lay that on all children everywhere. <laughs> and <laughs> and also 40-year-olds um, because that's another franchise that's been around for a long time. Uh, but, you know, Illumination Studio has been a – consistent performer uh in in our box office picks and the brand name of uh nintendo and super mario is, is a strong one and i mean not necessarily at the box office but uh in, in terms of entertainment in general it's a strong one
1: mm-hmm hey, so we'll see what we get potentially the best uh video game movie ever who knows i i mean
0: i think the last two years we played this game sonic has been in our top 10 it's and true sonic was number one
1: Wow, well,
0: <laughs> but that's, that's not so much Sonic's fault. Yeah, uh, I've not seen either of the Sonic films, but Me neither. uh they've they they they've done very
1: well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I, I know what your next film is. I had Mario Brothers in my top 10, but not as high as you've selected it. Okay, I I don't know if I want to let you predict my next pick or if I want to just do my next pick. All I want you to say is whether or not I have picked what you thought I would pick. OK, Little Mermaid. Oh no, that was in my top. Like that's in my top tier pile. It just wasn't mm-hmm. the next one I had on the it's, list. It's in the pile. Got it. Yeah. Uh, so Little Mermaid live action. Uh, the live action Disney have done statistically surprisingly well for how we all collectively talk about those films. The results are surprisingly good. Yeah, huge box office and generally pretty good critical response. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't feel like they have huge like cultural relevancy. Yes. Uh, and the little mermaid has the added advantage of Lin-Manuel Miranda contributing to updated music. Oh yeah.
0: Like I, f- I feel like there's a, a strange section of the, of the internet that feels like everyone's burned out on Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm not in it. And also in
1: Canto. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, maybe, but like, I think he still brings in something. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's still a genius. <laughs> so, uh, I I don't feel bad about having Little Mermaid. Yeah. No, I, th- I think that's a good one.
0: Um, I'm going to take last year's number one film, which is the one I thought you were going to
1: take. So I'm just going to grab it right now. Spider Man across the Spider Verse. It was the next one on my agenda. Okay. So so far you you've been relatively in line with my my selections.
0: Yeah, and that does leave me at this point with. Two superhero films and two animated films, but three films.
1: Well, yes, but uh, yeah, eh. I I wish I had Spider Man. I just had such complicated, you know, feelings about choosing it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> like burned you I couldn't, once. I couldn't <laughs> exactly.
1: choose it. Well, I couldn't choose it number one, and so I was like, ah, I I don't know, um, and such a significant delay. I don't know if that shakes my confidence in it. Like, I'm excited for it. I'm going to still go see it. Yeah. But I don't know how it's going to hit generally. That's Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair. I will go with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny for the seventh pick overall. Okay.
0: I had two that I was thinking of, and I I knew you were going to take one of the two. And whichever one you didn't take, I was going to take next.
1: Okay. So was Indiana Jones... One of the two? Yeah, that was definitely one of the two. Okay, that, uh, what's, what's uh, the other one of the two? Well, I'm going to be taking, with my next pick, The Marvels. That is the next on my agenda. Your gut is serving you <laughs> very closely to my research.
0: Uh, both of those, like, <sighs> Indiana Jones, I, the, the response to The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull wasn't great. Um, but the response to the trailer was very good. Yes, and it's Indiana Jones. I mean, I'm going to go see it,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: so uh i i just don't know what what to expect uh the franchise is beloved but also fairly uneven (laughs) kind of all over the place right um and it's been a while but i'm willing to go revisit it and uh with the marvels um i think there's the fear of the the marvel universe burnout but Captain Marvel is like an under the radar, like heavy hitting performer for the box office. When you look at mm-hmm. the Marvel franchises, like oh, Captain Marvel actually did really well. There's a loud segment of internet fandom that doesn't like Captain Marvel, and I'm not going to get into it. But but... <laughs> but review
1: bombing can't affect the critic score.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and the box office for that
1: first Captain Marvel film was was pretty solid. Yeah, I think that's fair. It, like I said, it was the next one on my list. Uh, and so I am up to my, so this is the ninth pick overall, but this is my number eight pick as I had listed. Uh, Mario was my number nine. Okay. Uh, so, uh, fast X Mm -hmm. or as some like to call it fast 10, your seatbelts. I Uh, wish that was the real title. That'd be, that'd be
0: wonderful if that was the title, but it's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was also in my top tier. Uh, we probably need to cover a Fast and the Furious film on our podcast. I've never actually watched one, mm-hmm. um, so if there's any like frequent uh, guest that listens to this and says, "Hey, I want to talk about that," let let us know. We we probably should talk about one.
1: Oh yeah, we we definitely should at some point. All right, I don't know where this one's going to be on your list. Okay, this, so this is where we we have now crossed a threshold. Okay,
0: because uh, we.
1: Because we're we're about to finish off the top ten, and I had a a really secure like top seven. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't change this top seven. And as of number eight, basically fast fast ten, uh, I was basically not sure anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, we are. I've got one more film in my top tier, and it's the one that I least was certain of having in the top tier. And and after this, now we're down into my mid level.
1: So my okay, last yeah, one, we're we're in the same we're in the same yeah. same boat. My gut, top tier. Barbie. Okay, that is near the top of my next tier.
0: Okay, I didn't know where you were going to have this. I don't know what to expect from this film. It could end up bombing and just being bizarre. But I kind of like the bold trailer <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that we saw. Uh, and just like uh, the. Um, oh, remind me. Who's the director? The, it's a uh, uh, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. I I love her track record. So uh, I'm. This this is very different from her previous work, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to see it. So uh, Barbie is going to be my next pick.
1: OK, I am going to reveal one of the notes from my research as I pick number 11, which I knew was going to happen when I decided to take two and three together. I had done the math about it and I did the math about this because I'm revealing one of the, the special facts from my research. The 11th pick in this game is a cursed pick.
0: It it doesn't come out
1: because we always have some films that don't come out. Uh, No, uh, it usually comes out in some form, at least. But it is the earliest pick that significantly underperforms consistently. So our top
0: 10, we're not in order, but we're always like doing fine with our top 10. Unless, again, like Spider-Verse, it doesn't Um,
1: like you can have an underperformer in your top 10. You know, that's not that's not crazy, but uh, I'll give you the history. OK, yeah. in 2017, the number 11 pick underperformed by 15 spots. It was actually the 26th best pick by adjusted okay. rank. And that was Power Rangers for Todd <laughs> in 2018. I forgot that movie existed <laughs> in 2018. Todd picked Nutcracker in the Four Realms at number 11, and that performed at number 40 as a 29 point failure.
0: Okay, all right.
1: It's not the highest underperformer of the game, but it is a significant yeah. underperformer of the game. In 2019, you picked Glass at number 11, oh, which was the yeah. number 34 adjusted rank. Yeah, That's a 23 yeah. point No Now it did not come swing. for me. Uh, in 2020, you picked Jungle Cruise, which did not come out mm-hmm. that year. Significant underperformer, uh, as most films picked in 2020 were, though I, I'd call that nearly infinite underperformance, <laughs> yes. And then this year, 20 or past year, right, 2022, you picked Turning Red at number 11, which went to streaming and underperformed, uh, oh. statistically by 18 picks. But that means a, an infinite underperformance because it yeah. bottomed out, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So when, when I said like it, it doesn't come out, a number of these haven't come out,
1: <laughs> it's, it's true uh most of them have but it is statistically the it it is just a big curse yeah. of an underperformer uh now that's not the most significant underperformer for not coming out in 2022 that would be spider-man across the spider-verse part one uh <laughs> because <laughs> it was the first pick yeah. but so i feel bad about the film I am about to yeah, name,
0: what are you about to to <laughs> to, to, to condemn? Yeah, uh,
1: I'm I'm genuinely excited for Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, mm. but now there's no way it can do well. Yeah,
0: I, ooh, see, I had that in my mid in this tier, but I also was like,
1: I don't know about this one. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I could have intentionally taken this as just like a throwaway pick it's like well i know it's gonna do bad let's make it real bad and i could have picked something you know really wild like the flash which might not come out (laughs) (laughs) oh do you want to know which well okay no we're gonna say that and and so i i debated for a minute just now whether or not i wanted to do this to a film that i like no i'm looking forward to this Uh, but uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves i loved the trailer uh and now it's it's condemned
0: okay uh
1: <laughs> when everyone wonders what's happening to it and why it did so poorly, you can point people to our podcast.
0: <laughs> yes. All right. I am going to take next uh with the number twelve pick. Oh ooh, you know this this, this mid range tier... is
1: is a it's a dicey territory.
0: Yeah. Uh there could be a lot that goes wrong here. Uh
1: <laughs> or a lot that goes right.
0: Yeah. Um I will take John Wick Chapter Four,
1: that is in my tier. That okay. is, that is in this this tier for me. Okay,
0: just uh, based on the, the the previous three films have all done pretty well. I picked uh, that
1: in the past, by the way. Yeah, that, it's uh, that's one of my leftovers.
0: Right from last year, you had you had John Wick, and then yep. it got bumped.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I will go with Dune Part Two. Okay, that was one I was. Uh, debating here. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, some of this, uh, I, I don't know how well Dune Part One did, but also, I it was uh, an early streamer. Yeah, like it went two weeks or three weeks later to to
1: HBO Max. So I, I like I chose to wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but that was also it was early in the year when people weren't really going out to theaters. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, um, I'm gonna choose next my our first. Horror film. Notoriously, we're all like we oh, choose the wrong horror okay. films. Um, <laughs> like we know we need horror films, but we end up choosing the wrong ones. Right. I'm going to take Scream 6.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that was like the back end of what I would call this tier. OK.
0: Yeah. And, and this tier, I I don't have strong, super strong feelings about the order in which I'm going to be oh. taking these films. I'm just kind of looking through this list
1: of It's about 12 films I've got at, at my mid-level tier. And realistically, the impact of this tier is kind of kind of questionable,
0: right? Yeah, you're you're hoping for like something we pick in here to give us 100 million and most of what we pick in here to be in
1: the, the like 30 to 60 million. Well, so here's um an- another uh fact that I can give you. Okay? Cuz it's around here, but it's also so random that I don't think it can change anything about how we we make our picks at this point. In the final adjusted rankings, Somewhere around number five, six, or seven is something that's overperforming by double digits. Mm-hmm. And so, if we go back to previous years and we look at, um,
0: wait, how good it, if it's a, if it's picked five, six, or seven, how good it
1: overperform no, by double digits? No, 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 in the adjusted ranking. Hmm. So, uh, in twenty seventeen, the number mm-hmm. seven adjusted rank.
0: Oh, right, the, the overperformed final standing right. mm-hmm,
1: overperformed by twelve spots. That was Logan. You picked it at nineteen. And it was okay. a top 10. And so we're getting close to that kind of territory where it's like, OK, where
0: something we pick is going to end up. It's something the we top pick 10 films. Something
1: sure. we pick here is is a top 10. Uh, in 2018, you picked Mr. Impossible six at 22. It was number five. That's a 17 point overperformance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, yeah, something that we pick in the next five or so rounds is going to be a top 10 movie. And there's no way to know what it is. Yeah, I picked uh, at some point I had picked Joker and it overperformed by 29 spots. It was the 36th pick, seventh performer.
0: Oh, wait, is, is the sequel supposed to come out next year? I don't think so. Okay, I think they're it, filming it, but... Okay, I think it's, it's 2024.
1: List, I just looked it up. Yeah, it's listed for 2024, because I'm like, that wasn't on my list, but that first one overperformed so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so there are things that we are picking now that have a strong possibility of being in a top 10, but it's so unpredictable. Like, it's just somehow going to do it. And sometimes it's like the 39th pick and sometimes it's the 19th pick yeah but something in here is going to be in the top 10 probably all right so and here is here your, or
0: later i guess what is your next one according to your hard data uh
1: creed think? three no
0: i wanted that one with my next pick because ah. i i feel like i i should just buy default get any
1: creed film <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was my next one
1: ah I think that would mean that I, by default, would get any Spider-Man film.
0: You know what? We're not. OK, you know what? You took it. That's yours. You get <laughs> Creed three.
1: <laughs> oh, I forgot to check in 2022. I don't know what just reminded me about it. Did I get credit for. Oh, we didn't put any of the data in for Glass Onion. Uh, oh, because it was uh, in <laughs> for one weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that would make the difference, but I just wanted to acknowledge that you had given me that as a, as a bonus. Because oh. it was a, a rapid streamer.
0: Yeah, because, well, it was a, a Netflix exclusive, except they had to put it in
1: theaters so it
0: could be nominated
1: for awards. For awards, yeah. Yeah. Okay. um, it was, what's, what's your next pick? We're on pick number 16.
0: Okay. So uh, you just took Creed 3. Let me go ahead and take Wish. Okay. The Disney Thanksgiving release. Mm-hmm. which has no trailer yet. Uh, <laughs> but
1: this time it does have a title.
0: It does have a title. And I saw the writer is the person who wrote like Frozen and uh, oh something else. I'm like, it was like a good pedigree for the writer. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna take that one.
1: Right. I
0: now this I, last year, I had that
1: a little farther down on my list. This
0: last year, the Disney Thanksgiving release did not do well.
1: Uh, uh, mm. uh no it lost them possibly 170 million dollars
0: now oddly enough they forgot to market the film which is on them <laughs>
1: uh <laughs> they okay disney somehow has stopped marketing animated films yeah for for the last little while it seems like the marketing for animated films has just tanked and it's even worse if it's not a musical. If it's a musical, the soundtrack will come out like two weeks before the movie and people will buzz about that a little bit.
0: Now, the one last year was, was Strange World was what it was yes, called, right?
1: Not a musical.
0: Yeah. Sci-fi animation, which Disney tries every 15 years and doesn't tend to go well.
1: <laughs> hmm But Disney and Pixar animation is not a guarantee right now. Pixar no. has had a very rough stretch.
0: Now, one other reason I'm taking Wish uh, is... So that I can't have it? Well, there is that, but also Bob Iger's back, and I bet this thing
1: gets marketed to, I, to the mood back. <laughs> I have my doubts. Iger is not necessarily an animation guy, oh, and really? he's—I uh, don't understand how you'd be the president of Disney and not be an animation guy. Well, he like the animation marketing issues began with him, like okay. while it, while it was under him, and so I wouldn't I wouldn't suspect a tremendous amount of. Effective marketing for it, because I think they just don't know that they're supposed to do it. (laughs) I think somehow they like, they got rid of
0: under Iger's watch.
1: Yes. And not heavily marketed and poorly marketed. Frozen succeeded not by marketing, but by word of mouth. Okay. Um, I'd say if you went back and looked at it, frozen probably has a mediocre opening. If you watch the trailer for frozen, you'd be like, what the heck is this? Mm. Uh, and so I don't think, uh, I don't think that's as strong an argument for the marketing of animated films as, as you suspect it is.
0: Okay, I thought it was uh, maybe what was his name, Chapek, Chapek, yeah, Chapek, who's who'd been in, uh, in mm-hmm. and really messing up a lot of things. I thought he had maybe messed up Strange World.
1: No, the trailer for Frozen was reindeer and snowmen playing games. Odd. Yeah, you well, could go find it, and you'd be like, "What? Are they marketed <laughs> this like this?" <laughs> Okay, and yeah, so they're in a, a weird place, and and maybe they do market it properly and everything. Uh, I have my doubts. Mm-hmm. They usually at this point they don't get anything out marketing wise until the middle of the year, right? Um, and
0: so we go to wild, we find out.
1: Yeah, we won't we won't know anything. So I had that uh, in like my twentieth pick. Mm-hmm. So is in? It, it, I mean, we're at pick the, sixteen, so yeah, a little near, bit of a, a near the bottom of idea. this tier. Uh, I'm going to take 65.
0: I had that in my next tier, uh, but like at the top of that next grouping.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: We're starting to get into that muddy water. We're
1: we're in the blended area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So so Adam Driver uh, dinosaurs. Seemed great to me.
0: Yes. Uh, It's a March trailer. It's uh, Adam Driver crash lands on Earth. But 65 million years ago, he's an alien looking for a habitable planet. And so mm-hmm. he lands on a planet that's full of dinosaurs.
1: Or he might be a human and there's time travel. Not sure.
0: Uh, that's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I was viewing it.
1: When as, you say uh, say he's an alien, like he he looks like a person.
0: But yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a human. <laughs> but I, my sense was this is so, a human, an alien. A, you know, a, they've done something to their planet and they're out looking for habitable planets.
1: Sure. Um, but yeah, some, some dinosaur stuff. That's not Jurassic Park. Adam driver. He's pretty popular. Mm -hmm. Might as well take it at, at, uh, what number 17. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, yes, that was the 17th pick. Maybe, maybe that'll be the wild card. Top 10. Could be.
0: All right. I'm going to, um, take, oh, I'm going to take a DC superhero film. Okay.
1: That is the next one on my list. Is it
0: Shazam Fury of the Gods? No. Oh, that was my next one with Shazam Fury of the Gods. OK, um, I'll,
1: I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm going to take Aquaman.
0: Oh, see, I, I have Aquaman, but it comes out on Christmas Day. So you get six, you know, uh, uh, six days to, to earn everything.
1: Yeah. uh, But I feel like Aquaman has a better opening weekend than Shazam. But does it have a better opening weekend than Shazam's entire run? Quite possibly. We'll find out. Both of those are considered highlights of the, uh, of of the DC films.
0: Yeah, I, well, also it's like the twilight of this past era of DC films, which had no unifying vision, and I can't mm-hmm. really tell you what it was. Uh, but it's it's you know the end of that. I see. I had Aquaman in my final
1: grabs just because of its release date, no other reason. I I had it as late as I do because I was like, ah, oh, but it's December release, but the. Well, the people I, uh, might really turn out for it.
0: And and I I mean, I won't be surprised if they switch it from like actually being on Christmas Day, which is his current listed release true. date, to, it, to moving it up.
1: It, a little bit. it has a high, I'd say a high possibility, maybe even probability of moving into the middle of the year when Flash inevitably gets dunked.
0: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and tell you Flash is in my Hail Mary picks as well.
1: <laughs> it's <laughs> It's not at the bottom of my list, just in case, because like it could make a lot of money. But oh, God, I might maybe I should move it farther down from How where can they it market is? the
0: film where the star has become so toxic they can't well, even they, say uh, who the star of the film is.
1: They use the Disney animation method. You don't market it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they just suddenly oh there's a flash movie out. Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you um you put a lot of posters with Michael Keaton on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even though you are canceling every other project involving Michael Keaton and the mm-hmm. DC Doors
1: Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do you want to take number twenty in our in our rankings?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. So number twenty, I will take. Oh, mm, see, some of these I saw like very firm release dates on some lists, and then others saying TBD. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm starting to get a little nervous about that part of it. Um, and one of the ones that I saw the TBD, but also several listing mid-year like, like summer release so there's plenty of time if they decide to move it around
1: you know i saw sesame street back on the list for this coming year <laughs> do i get it for, for free no
0: <laughs> I, did, I didn't see that one uh that was one of our no no shows from last year uh, <laughs> and, napoleon and nothing nothing i'm gonna take napoleon which is a really scott directed film with joaquin phoenix as napoleon um
1: that wasn't on my radar at all and- it's not on my list
0: well, it, it, in some lists, I saw TBD, but 2023 for the release date. Some said Ju- June or July, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that six month window, uh, I- I'm going to put it in here. Ridley Scott can deliver, you know, some well-crafted films. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, uh, you know, had the surprise Joker performance for us. Yeah. Uh, a, co- a couple of years ago. So but that,
1: that combo has potential to... Uh, to to be the top ten, mm-hmm. dark horse, and, but it also has the potential to just not actually get made.
0: Yeah, but I also like in, in terms of box office performance, I, it could be one of those that's like suddenly it's it's at, at like 170 million. And everyone's kind of like, oh, look at that. Or it could be, you know, it makes 60 million, but I also get most of it because critics are going to love this. You know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I, this one's going to be a high high critic performer. In, in in is my my opinion.
1: Interesting choice i will take oppenheimer
0: okay yep that was in this definitely right right here
1: how much is left in in your what second tier would you call I, this
0: uh yeah mid-level is what i I'd, I'd labeled this one as
1: yeah so how much is left in your mid-level because i'm pretty i'm almost out
0: i've got five films still in there but the i wouldn't I'd, like i'd have no hesitation to dump all these down into the next tier for uh, of what i have here mm-hmm. um Okay, so Oppenheimer is the next Christopher Nolan film uh, Mm -hmm. about uh, Oppenheimer and the creation of the atomic bomb. I think normally we would take Christopher Nolan, a Christopher Nolan film higher than this. Yeah, but I feel like there's uh, between Tenet being somewhat impenetrable to a lot of audiences. uh, And then also, um, what was the war one with the the three different timelines? Dunkirk. Uh, Dunkirk, which... I found to be like an interesting experiment but also not terribly accessible like i I think he may have be audience goodwill has waned some
1: towards and him. this this kind of has like the potentially like the worst of both of those mm-hmm. where it's like oh it's a it's a real world thing, but is he going to be weird about it?
0: yeah um you know he built up so much goodwill between uh the the dark Knight trilogy and inception, inception. uh in in particular. Uh, that I, I think he he may have lost some of that <laughs> with the last few films that he's put out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think um, oh, what was the
0: one with uh, Matthew McConaughey? Uh, the Oh,
1: Interstellar. Yes. Interstellar.
0: Some parts of which I think are amazing, and some parts I still am like,
1: what? Yeah, is this? <laughs> and then there's uh, also I think with with Tenet, I don't know how many people this actually impacts, but for people who talk about media all the time, he was adamant about Tenet being a big picture movie coming uh, out in theaters. And, uh,
0: this is what I was going to bring th- the box this, office back.
1: Uh, yes. This is going to save the movies. Mm-hmm. And I think that attitude has made some people's, I don't know, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I
0: think that's fair. Um, all right. So yeah, but, but, I think it would be strange if it wasn't in our top 20. So you snagged it there mm-hmm. or you're at number 21 with it. So yeah. just out of our top 20. Uh, but it is a Christopher Nolan film, so it deserves to be in this range for sure. Right. All right. My next one, ugh, this one I'm kind of excited just because it gives me an early, early presence in the box office game. Cause some years we've done this, like my first pick isn't coming until April. Mm-hmm. It feels like, and and then always it's, it's a little hard and I, I don't think this is going to get great reviews. I think it's going to make some money though. It's the Dancing Creepy Doll movie, Megan. Uh Oh,
1: that is I I have that and I uh-huh. just thought it was going to be low on your radar and so I had it uh, quite a bit later. Okay. Uh, but some but of this is I feel really that's just a totally fair call.
0: Just to get it cuz it comes out like next week that we're recording this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's very early in January and it's one of those horror films that feels like it was made on a budget of five million dollars and is going to make 40 million dollars and and everyone involved in it is going to feel great about themselves right uh, because they're not trying to make the 150
1: million dollar box office film no i think that's um yeah that's pretty fair i am looking at my list and i was not planning on calling any audibles Oh, he, he's starting to feel the,
0: <laughs> feel, uh, the, the
1: rush. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, um, you're,
0: you're in the moment now. That, that's what this is. It's, it's not the cool distance of preparation. It is but, here in the game.
1: Uh, I'm trying to decide like how far I want to move something up. And if it's moving it so far up that it becomes my next one. I, uh, Oh, I'm going to go for it. Uh, I'm allowing myself just a little bit of audible in this and i am moving up significantly uh transformers rise of the beasts well you, you could have waited a bit because that was not going to be coming off the board well part of me was kind of scared i don't know why suddenly that one i was like i really don't want joseph to pick this because he's going to be mean about it and i'm actually positive about it i don't know I'm, I'm labeling this in our list andrew's audible so that we
0: can keep track of this over or underperforms so that we'll know oh man
1: bumblebee was really good
0: See, I never got around to see it, but I've only heard good things from people who watched it. So I like I've no, it's not. I, I have no desire to trash *Mumble* at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but the
1: other Transformers movies have just progressively tanked in like Rotten Tomato scores, and oh. and so it's kind of unpredictable here. But I think people are feeling positive about this one. All right, hold on a second. I want to go
0: look something up, and I want you to guess like what is the highest Rotten Tomato score for a Transformers movie? It's the first <laughs> one besides bumblebee it's the first one um oh uh do you have a guess for what that score is 87 percent. you are off significantly but you are right about that being the highest reviewed okay non bumblebee what is it is it in the 60s uh
1: no 58 is the ooh. first transformers movie yikes i wonder if, if that is the low as- Oh, the low's like like nineteen for like the seventh one. Sixteen <laughs>
0: for la- the last
1: night. Yeah, I think
0: that has which lists Anthony Hopkins first. In the I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> say
1: I mean these movies have Kelsey Grammer and Anthony Hopkins and Stanley Tucci, and but Bumblebee it's really weird.
0: Whoa, Bumblebee, Bumblebee comes
1: in at a hot ninety one percent. Yeah, and that's got um Haley Steinfeld and John Cena in it, and. I mean, yeah, you're it, saying
0: John Cena as like the was, same level of re-
1: respectable actor as, no, as Haley Steinfeld, but <laughs> I mean, no. I, it, it, if anything, I'm saying is like, okay, they don't have the same level of actors in that. Haley Steinfeld, yes, but Solid. it's it, but it's like five but years not ago. Not Anthony Hopkins,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's five years ago when Haley Steinfeld was not as guaranteed. Yeah, and yeah, John Cena who has become I- increasingly respected, mm-hmm. um, but at the time, it's like really. Like the the one with John Cena is the high ranking <laughs> one.
0: Yeah, I I would not have guessed that it was as high as 91%. I need to actually watch that film.
1: Uh, but it's like a, I think it's like an inverse ratio for their earnings. They like earned progressively more until uh-huh. Bumblebee. <laughs> and
0: then, <laughs> that's the one that killed the franchise. <laughs> but it was the best um, reviewed.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, but, uh, but I'm really excited happened, about it. Story
0: people and... stop doing that.
1: I mean, I'm not really concerned about the one that I switched out, so. Okay. I'm okay. All right. I'll tell Uh, you when when we get to it.
0: uh, My next pick is going to be more based on the presence of Denzel Washington than anything else. I'm going to be
1: taking Equalizer 3. That's in my Hail Mary section.
0: Okay, yeah, it would, it's perfectly fine. Like, we, I, I don't You're, you're know. not disappointed in me, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Denzel Washington doesn't do very many franchises. Equalizer is, I think,
1: the only one, right? When's the last time an Equalizer film came out?
0: It's got to be at least seven or eight years, right? Let's see. Equalizer. Do you think
1: that's a good sign or a bad sign?
0: Well, Top Gun Maverick.
1: <laughs> that was oh. like that. Top Gun Maverick is like forty years.
0: Okay, you know what? It's not as far as I thought equalizer was 2014 equalizer 2 was 2018 and equalizer oh. 3 is 2023 so that's, that's a nice five-year rhythm there you know that means that equalizer
1: 2 5. should have been in in our 2018 picks do you want me to find out where where it ranked uh sure sure why don't you go take a quick look if it if it's in there um i don't think it made the cut oh uh I nope it be... did not all right let's pause the audio for a second i'm gonna go look
0: up at the box office results but i don't want this to be <laughs> Mm-hmm. let's see box office 2018 uh, box office mojo okay okay I went double check in 2018 equalizer 2 didn't make our picks but it should have it was uh, the 32nd highest grossing film of the year and made over 100 million
1: yeah that should have been within the realm of picks
0: so we, we, we whiffed on that uh, and I will not Miss out on a Denzel film uh, in 2023. So let's let's take Equalizer three here.
1: It's that's also one of those films where I could very easily see it not coming out where it's just like uh, it doesn't have enough big push to like get it going into theaters. (laughs) I think if you have a Denzel Washington film, it's getting out into theaters. I yeah, but like you didn't even pick it in in twenty eighteen. It made
0: $100 million. That's on us, not on. <laughs> yeah, but you guys didn't pick it in 2018. I know but I'm saying. that The film and did make $100 million. That's, not
1: our, that's our failure, not the film's failure. But but that's also $100 million in 2018. And the, the middle is saggy that's these true. days. Yeah. Like, out of the top 10, I think there's a sharper drop than there used to be for how much a movie is going to make. Like, You're, people yeah, will show up for a certain fair. tier of movie. And people yeah. just aren't going to show up for for the next tier.
0: OK, yeah, the, the, the equivalent film uh, this year, the 32nd spot was made fifty seven billion. So yeah. there's there's
1: a big drop. Yeah. Um, OK, I will take A Man Called Otto, Tom Hanks.
0: OK, I had that as a later round, uh, but but I, I had it on my list. Mm-hmm. This is an adaptation of the children's book, A Man Called uh, Ove. Ove, yes.
1: Mm hmm. So there we go. What's your Uh, 25th pick? We're almost halfway. Okay.
0: For my next pick, I'm going to choose the Hunger Games prequel. uh, Ballad of Songs and Snakes, I think is what it's called. I'm sure it's just going to be marketed as Hunger Games. Yeah. And then whatever. I think
1: Hunger Games colon the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm
0: I'm putting it on our list. It's just Hunger Games. Um, Just on the strength of the franchise. uh, That's going to make some money.
1: Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. I had it a little later on cause it's one of those ones where I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. That's we're, we're in very unpredictable territory across the board now. I mean, if, are you in your bottom
0: yeah. mm-hmm. tier at this point? This is my late round. And then I got Hail Marys at the very end. Cause we want to get to 52 films, the equivalent of one per week, uh, which yeah. it, it turns out that's actually, you feel like you're scraping the bottom of the barrel sooner than
1: you want. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> when, when you're doing this or, game. or
1: you just are dealing with a lot more unknown. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot more like, is this happening? I'm going to take a knock at the cabin. M. Night Shyamalan, Dave mm-hmm. Batista, Shyamalan's on an upswing. Ish.
0: Yeah, I, I think there's uh, just less mocking and hesitancy to to go see anything that he's made right. uh, than, than there was
1: 10 years ago. Um, yeah, it's it, I, I don't think people are going to see his movies entirely in good faith, mm-hmm. but people are going to go see his movies, which is better than what it was for, for a while in the middle of the career. Yeah, definitely. Whereas like, uh, no, nope, I'm, I'm going to make fun of him and I won't go see the movie. And I was <laughs> like, well, I'll make fun of him, but I'll go see it. Yeah. I'm going to take the, Oh,
0: I was about oh, now. Oh, my gut, where's my gut at? Mm-hmm. Okay. My gut is with the next Guaro film, a hunting in Venice.
1: I didn't have that on my list.
0: Um, it was, not on the first article I looked at a films coming out this year, and it was on the second, and I was like, is that actually gonna come out this year? And I like googled it and verified, and everywhere that it's listed, it is listed as in production and scheduled for late this year. Good luck. Uh it it may disappear. This might be the first one where I'm like, oh, why'd I take that?
1: <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, so that's your your 28 pick. Uh-huh. All right. Um, I have to add it to to my list so I could keep it wasn't even present (laughs) okay it's
0: got got the classic uh eclectic cast uh going on that uh Brana is doing in these in these Agatha Christie
1: adaptations with Poirot Mm -hmm. um I'm gonna shake up two picks I'm just moving one thing up one slot okay and I'll take elemental the Pixar film
0: okay that was the I was debating with that one and the hunting in Venice
1: Oh, then I'm, I'm, I'm glad I took it because I don't think you'll be taking the one I switched out. It would have been my next pick would have been elemental. OK,
0: uh, the, the trailer looked fun with that.
1: Yes, picks are so unpredictable. They've done very poorly in the box office, if they've even been in the box office mm-hmm. for the last little while. But maybe this will be a return to form.
0: OK, I am going to take uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film that's coming out.
1: Mm, okay reportedly <laughs> that no, was low on my any. list because i think it's a highly speculative film
0: yeah we'll, we'll see if it comes out I, I might i might be shooting myself in the foot here a couple in a row with The haunting of venice and then teenage mutant turtles uh, i think this is Seth seth rogan is
1: the yep, creative some, visionary behind this one in, in some capacity he is behind it okay i want to take gran turismo okay that one was not on my list i it, believe it's a video game adaptation yeah,
0: who's in it? I remember it being announced Ooh, with someone
1: where I was like, look, oh, I rec- look up the look it up. I think Orlando Bloom is in it. That might be it. Yeah. Uh, and somebody else. It's a, a it's Orlando Bloom and someone older, I think.
0: Uh, Orlando Bloom, David Harbour from uh, Stranger oh, Things. That's what
1: I thought. I should have gone with my gut. I would have sounded so smart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, that one. OK, well, I took one that was not on your list. You've now taken one that was not on my list at all. This is is what we're getting in the uh, in the early 30s of our fix here. All right. I will take. um, Okay, this is another one that I think is going to be well reviewed and and kind of awards bait. I'm going to take Maestro.
1: Okay, not on my list, Uh, Joseph. Can I just tell you? Yeah. Last last year, 2022, we actually only had about 30 films come out and count. So we're at the threshold where it's like, OK, there might not be anything else. Yeah,
0: this is. um, Oh, uh, oh what is the actor's name? Oh, I'm forgetting. Uh, Bradley Cooper uh, writing, directing and starring, you know, in his Oscar bait about Leonard Bernstein. Um, OK, but it's also ha- has uh, as producers, uh, Martin Scorsese, Steven Spielberg and Todd Phillips. So. All right. Uh, this one's going to get all the awards. Part. Oh, no. Wait, I just looked it up. Uh, it's it, too late. It's locked in it's a netflix
1: ah I, I didn't know it was netflix no okay okay i had the same thing with with knives out last it's time, gonna be with, released with but
0: like just for one weekend and then it'll now, just be on netflix
1: we we gave we gave me the adjustment for your last onion last oh. year so you can you can trade this, something else out
0: this is the danger of going all vibes no research right there mm-hmm. we just saw it happen
1: <laughs> if if we had finished recording i wouldn't let you
0: <laughs> okay uh thank you andrew for your for your grace here uh i'm i'm gonna take um more just because of uh the level of um like cultural awareness this is going to receive because of the title i'm gonna take cocaine bear I don't expect it to be oh, great mm-hmm. I don't expect it to make a ton of money but everyone will be talking about there's a film
1: called cocaine bear that was uh that's in my next five picks so okay we're we're back in alignment to some degree. Okay, after several
0: picks, where the other person was like, "I don't know what that is."
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Channing oh, was, Tatum okay. dancing yeah. movie. The I don't know if it's the third or fourth in the in his franchise, but I I think it's you know a well received franchise.
0: It's going. It's still going, so it, it must be doing well enough, right? Hmm. Um. I am going to take next. Ooh, speaking of franchises that are still existing uh
1: <laughs> expendables four. that is what i switched out transformers for okay all right that was uh one of my next three okay so we've tightened up well, quite we a bit. really
0: are because magic mike was probably my next pick so all right
1: we're back in sync um i'll take the flash here
0: OK, I was going to do that at the very end, just as like a, <laughs> a little chuckle for us for a long time listeners of our quick cast. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I have no idea what to anticipate with that. But I, I just think don't we're, understand. We're, we're, we're within a dicey territory where it's like, yeah, you could take the swings. Of all the things that Warner Brothers has killed, how is the flash... it, has the flash hasn't it not been this one? Yeah,
0: I just it's been so troubled for so long. And it's just getting more troubled
1: as as we learn more. I I picture um, James Gunn and Peter Safran having like a, a file on their desks that says "The Flash." OK, so they're the and new they just kind heads of ignore of DC it. Yeah. And, uh, as DC films. They're the new heads that and, are trying to create
0: a cohesive vision for what DC films is going to be. But they have inherited like they've inherited all these finished films that they
1: kind of need to release before and, they and, yeah, do. They're, they're stuff. contributing to, you know, some final decisions. Or not. And I picture them at, like a, a fat folder that says the flash and they just keep pushing it onto each other's desks. <laughs> <laughs> no, you read that folder. I don't want to look at it.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, OK um my next film will be um looking over this what feels right uh you all know, speaking of dc films i'm gonna take blue beetle
1: right here i don't have a lot of confidence that'll come out i think it's gonna get the batgirl treatment like uh it's gonna get zas would well it got opposite of zas because it was supposed to
0: come out on warner brothers or an hbo max and then Zaslov bumped it up to theatrical release
1: yeah it's such a confusing move i think maybe he like hit the wrong button entirely possible <laughs> he he was trying to cancel it <laughs> to cancel it and, and get the wrong check g- in the bigger budget <laughs> he, he, he he got the wrong checkbox certainly was not on purpose to get yeah it i don't, it don't it. know it's so weird yeah but also it it faces the challenge of the new you know dc status quo
0: yeah it, yeah this could be something where they're like okay we're not even gonna put this out now the character, it is uh, Blue Beetle's legacy character in DC Comics, where like mm-hmm. it goes back pre-DC to Charlton Comics uh, and, and like decades long history in comic books. But the one that they're adapting was about 20 years ago. They had a new Latino teenager, Blue Beetle, which like kind of captured like early Peter Parker Spider-Man vibes in, mm-hmm. how, in, in the comic book stories they were telling. And they're trying to do that with this film and i do like that version of blue beetle quite a lot so i, I oh, yeah. have hopes for the film i don't have expectations
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh i'll take trolls 3 the third what I animated trolls i literally trolls. didn't know this was coming out <laughs> you have you have shocked me i mean i don't i can't guarantee that it's coming out that was not on any list i looked at okay trolls 3 mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: all right. Uh, like you said, uh, animated about the, the spiky haired toys and, and of the 80s. They've that already somehow... put out
1: two movies. So, yeah.
0: All right. I'm going to take the next Taika with film and the first Michael Fassbender film in like five years. Next goal wins.
1: Oh, all right. I had that. Uh, I had that towards my bottom. I don't think I had seen that it was Taika and Fassbender.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Like they, I, I, in one write up I saw, they like this film was announced several years ago. Since then, Taika Waititi has like made and lists a whole bunch of films and like roles that he's had, and Michael Fassbender has put out nothing
1: since this was announced. Yep. Okay. Uh, I will take Renfield, the Nicolas Cage. I had that. Yeah. Uh, Dracula movie. I have no idea what
0: to expect with this one.
1: Nope. But people are going to go see it. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, you're, ready for, you're at pick number 40. So we're well, you should be in the Hail Mary at this point, aren't you?
0: Uh, pretty much, yeah. I'm going to take the Wes Anderson film, just knowing it'll likely get good reviews and $15 million. Uh, Asteroid City.
1: Dang it. I was looking Tom forward Hanks to getting that into one. the Wes Anderson fold. Ooh, I didn't even know about that. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Uh it was in, in my rankings of picks, it was number thirty seven. So about what about this territory.
0: Yeah, we're we're now uh the next pick should be forty one.
1: So. Yep. Uh I will take Are You There God? It's me, Margaret. Okay. Yeah, I, I had that in my Hail Mary's. Big big adaptation. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you got next? Forty two. Hold on. I got to type that whole title in. Have to, actually, I'm not going to do the whole title. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, enough, I, you're I gonna think know, can get it.
0: <laughs> yeah. you don't know what it is. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Well, uh, Disney is once again trying to make a film out of Haunted Mansion.
1: Yeah. I don't know to what level of production they're at, but uh, who knows with the Haunted Mansion film. So they, you they really want this to be a franchise. And this is the Scarlett Johansson one, I think. Yes, I, that sounds right. Oh, or I don't know in what capacity she's attached. If she's producing, directing, starring, who knows? Um, so that was your number 42 pick. And that was ranked number 42 in my list.
0: Oh, OK.
1: I will take Craven the Hunter.
0: OK, I, I always picked that last time. And then I was like. I can't bring myself to take a Sony Spider-Man
1: <laughs> film. I think this has much more uh, going for it than, than Morbius. I think Craven is a more popular character, at least with a certain set of fans. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson has much more cachet than Jared Leto. I, I mean, Jared, Jared Leto had been
0: nominated for a Academy Award. I don't, you know, he, he, he I, but he also played the Joker. Yeah. Oh, Pop culture is so strange. It it, it it's oh, a yeah. strange thing that we love here. <laughs> yep. Uh. I, yeah. I don't know what to make of it. Uh. Maybe this is gonna be a genius pick.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, it's that
1: that Dark Horse top ten. Everyone's gunning for it now.
0: Ooh. Okay. I'm taking this one from my Hail Marys. Saw ten.
1: <laughs> oh, I decided not to put that on my list. Mm. I knew that I knew it existed. I decided not to put that one on my list. It's fair, but uh, you know we're we're really down at the end here. I think you've gotten all of the uh, all of the horror movies. So at
0: least one of them we write. It felt like in our early round, early times playing the game, we just forgot to pick horror because we don't really care for it as much, Todd, mm-hmm. you or me. And then we realized, oh, there's always a horror film that's going to make a hundred million dollars, and several that are going to make at least fifty million dollars. We need to pick some of these, but mm-hmm. we ended up picking the wrong ones very frequently because there's also several horror films that come out every year that make like four million dollars.
1: <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's a it's a weird genre. Mhm. Uh I will take uh Suzume. I'm sorry you sneezed. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> uh Suzume? S U Z U M E. I don't know this one at all. It was it definitely, is definitely not on my list. Anime film that is getting a wide release. Oh, okay. And it is uh the latest film uh from Let me double check that I've got the right director because there's people I get. Yeah. Okay. It is. It is Makoto Shinkai. uh, And I get him confused with um, Momura Hosoda a lot because they are like both kind of the next wave after Miyazaki mm-hmm. in making big anime films.
0: Okay. I, I'm I, this was not on my radar at all. Uh, now I'm intrigued.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, Suzume Makoto Shinkai uh, getting a wide release.
0: Okay, I'm going to choose perhaps the most generically named film. We have ever selected. Okay, but I'm taking it because we're at this point in the game where some of our films we we say are not going to come out. And I have seen commercials for this during football games, so I know it actually exists and is coming out soon. It is a film called Plane, P-L-A-N-E. Okay in which a plane crash lands oh. in, in some exoticized Southeast Asian country, yep. and all the European and American passengers are taken captive because everywhere else in the world is 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 a spooky place. <laughs> and, okay. uh, and the pilot it it, has a it's, certain it's, set of skills and is going to go it, rescue all the this passengers. Is Gerard Butler? I believe so, but okay. I, I could be wrong on that. I, I've only seen the commercials, but again, I I'm just heard taking about this it. because it exists, and I know
1: it's coming out. Okay, go for it. Uh, I'll take a good person. I, I remember seeing that name. What is that one again? Can you remind me? Uh, Morgan Freeman and Florence Pugh. Okay. Yeah, probably, probably a little bit Oscar Beatty. It is Gerard Butler saving the passengers in plane, by the way.
0: Hmm. Okay. So uh, I took plane. You took a good person next. You're
1: I, on uh 48 out of this, 52. I'm
0: going to take another one just cause I know it's coming out and we're down here at the end. I'm going to take 80 for Brady. All right. This go has, for it. Uh, did, did you see was this one on your list at all? I, mean, uh, just...
1: I saw the title and it meant nothing to me.
0: It has Rita Moreno, Sally Field, Lily Tomlin. And uh, oh, who's the other one? Uh, Jane Fonda uh, mm-hmm. as uh, older women who want to go see Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. OK, that's the entire plot that I can tell you.
1: It sounds like a streamer to me
0: uh you know not impossible <laughs> i i think it uh, it's coming out around the time of the super
1: bowl i'm pretty sure i like i i bet it'll come out but yeah. it sounds like it's going to be a streamer mhm uh i'll take the meg 2 the trench okay i did not know this one's coming out either you're surprising me <laughs> uh the last i don't know 3 or 4 films that you've picked i've had to add to my my list so so with our 50 fr- 52 films i don't think I'm going to actually say the names of all 50 of the things that I had listed. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> all right. There's only uh, a few left. All right. Uh, well, this was going to get a big push. It's going to be late in the year. So maybe I'll pick up a few million here at the end. I'm going to take Wonka.
1: That was my next pick. <laughs> we have aligned on the Hail Marys. <laughs> yes.
0: I. I get, it's more of a Hail Mary. Well, I mean, I'm not super interested in a Willy Wonka origin story. So that's personal. No, no. But it is. Timothy Chalamet and, you know, the studio is putting a hundred million dollars into this
1: budget. Oh, yeah. Yep, and it'll yep.
0: get a heavy promotion, but it is a December release.
1: Oh, Otherwise I oh, probably no.
0: would have taken it sooner.
1: All right. Um, I keep expecting like a massive backlash against Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. And it, it it's not happening.
0: Well, I so, like, got about Every time pieces about yeah. Yeah,
1: Every time a Roald Dahl movie comes out, I expect like, is somebody going to tell everyone? And then it's uh, going to like turn bad because because uh, my assumption is that most people don't know about his, we'll say controversial takes. Uh, he he was decidedly anti-Semitic <laughs> and and uh, and openly.
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh I've seen some article about it, like that went into the witches and the descriptions of the witches in that book being a lot of anti-Semitic tropes. Mm hmm um that's like as as close as i've seen
1: yeah so every time another Roald Dahl film gets announced i'm like i'm so shocked <laughs> <laughs> um all right i will take uh paint and i don't actually know anything about this i just okay. have the name written down i am not sure what this is that was not on my list did you say the word paint paint yes p-a-i-n-t yep ifc definitely,
0: definitely not on my list
1: ifc films
0: why don't you look up what that is while I decide what my final pick which I think is going to be the final yeah the final pick the last Hail Mary which I was hoping was going to be Flash for you Uh, I have this as a pick 52
1: oh wait was that if that was my if that was my 51 then oh I I figured out what paint is okay did you see that um trailer of Owen Wilson not being Bob Ross yes that's what this is.
0: Okay, that's yeah,
1: brilliant, brilliant, Hail Mary. That should be your last pick. Okay. Yeah, even if you you're right. Know what that, your is my, pick. that is my that is my fifty one. I'll <laughs> stick with it. I will stick uh, with that.
0: Okay. Yes. Yeah. Take that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, it, it is better than what I thought was going to be my final pick. All, All right, right. What what have, what are you going to take? Last spot,
0: uh, Andrew. I've got oh, okay. See, there's one Disney live action that is listed as theatrical, but I also see it just appearing on the streamer, and then I've got a handful of horror films. <laughs> I'm just thrown in here <laughs> oh and one random rom-com <laughs> you tell me what genre random rom-com
1: disney live action or horror um i feel like the odds of you hitting big on horror are low at this point so take the horror okay i'm gonna take
0: uh of the horror films i got there's a new exorcist film coming so i'm gonna say the exorcist okay it's generally listed as like Exorcist film on the yeah. list because they haven't settled on the title. But yeah, I'll take that one. I also had The Nun 2 in my Hail Mary pile. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the other? Uh, Evil Dead Rise.
1: Okay. What what was the rom-com?
0: Shotgun Wedding. I think it's a uh, Jennifer Lopez.
1: Oh, I've seen the trailers for that. Is that coming out next year? I thought it came out this year. I think it's uh, like a February release trying to capture, you know, some uh, Valentine's Day. Is it... Uh, I mean, it's not one of your picks, so it doesn't matter. Is it definitely not just going to Amazon? Uh, I thought it was an Amazon Prime film. uh, You know what? I I screwed it up with Maestro, so I don't know. Okay,
0: Uh, let me double check. And then what what, what was the what
1: was the Disney one? uh,
0: uh, Let's see. Oh, it, oh no it looks like it may well okay i'm seeing both that it will have a theatrical release and it will be on prime video it might be one of those simultaneous yeah mm-hmm. uh it, it was uh peter and Wendy.
1: uh which how many? i don't know why that didn't make it to my radar that should have been on my list somewhere
0: okay do you know who's playing hook in that one
1: no it's jude law and oh, just, i just know
0: that yes so many actors seem to want to play captain hook and they do live action adaptations with Big name actors as Captain Hook, and uh-huh. then it
1: never lands except outside of Steven Spielberg's Hook. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Hugh Jackman got... has played Hook. No, he played. I think Blackbeard. Was it? Bla- it wasn't Hook. It was a Hook origin story. It was about Peter Pan and Hook being friends, fighting against a different pirate captain who was what? Hugh Jackman. I had no idea. I never saw it. Obviously, I thought he was Hook. Nope. Uh, he was not Hook in that. I know that. Jason Isaacs played it played. Hook. Yes. Jason Isaacs was the other one that I could think of.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then there's uh, Christopher Walken uh, played it in uh, the the when they were doing a whole bunch of live theatrical performances. Right. And, right. And I just remember he went viral for not caring to dance in the dance numbers. <laughs> like just the most the, the worst, right. laziest dancing you can imagine. Uh, Tim Curry is voiced Captain Hook. Famously, the reason he didn't voice the Joker in the Batman: The Animated Series mm. uh, is because he was already voicing Captain Hook. Um, Tim
1: What's Curry, it? what a, what a guy! Oh. I, he he did do Long John Silver in Muppet Treasure Island, which is pretty close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what is what is this one? I'm I, I there is there's, <laughs> if you look up actors who have played Captain Hook. Yeah. It, so, so I'm just reading because I don't recognize what all these are. But the, here's mm-hmm. the list that shows up. Jason Isaacs, Dustin Hoffman, Jude Law, Christopher Walken, Tim Curry, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, Reese uh, Ithens. I can never say his last name, mm-hmm. uh, but it, and then there's like show more. Ian McShane, uh, da, Danny Kay. back in the day was was Captain mm-hmm. oh, It's so it's it's something seems to be appeal to actors. And yet audiences don't seem to latch on to it very often.
1: Um just because we mentioned Muppet Treasure Island, there's yeah. a moment that sticks with me so much from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, Go on. Because Muppet Treasure Island is is a musical. Yes. And Tim Curry only sings in one of the musical numbers. Mm-hmm. And there is a moment where speaking to the pirate crew and the Muppets that are pirates in, in, in the middle of the song, he says upstage lads. And they carry him forward. This is my only number. <laughs> And he just commands them, upstage, lads. This is my only number. (laughs) It's like, the Muppets can play so fast and loose with audience awareness and Mm -hmm. breaking the fourth wall. And it's amazing.
0: Yeah, and I love it in that they need to do more adaptations. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like, that should be every other Muppet thing that gets released is an adaptation in my mind.
1: Because when they try to do straight Muppet movies, only every other one is good. Yes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) they do the Muppets, and it's great. And then do Muppets Most Wanted. It's not great. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, All right. Uh, I'm just going to run down our list real quick. Okay. Can Uh, I tell you
1: what I would have picked if I had one more pick? Yes. I gave you everything that was on my... I saw information indicating that there's supposed to be a Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel.
0: Oh, I had a note down here Uh, as like a surprise pick.
1: (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So that was the last thing that I was like, oh, that's what I want. But but I don't like want it. I wouldn't trade anything.
0: I saw something about a film called inside. Do you see this? No. Okay. Uh, this is, I I almost picked this just because of the summary, but I could not find any information about when or where this is getting released. Willem Dafoe appears to be the only actor in this enigmatic, curious film inside follows Nemo, an expert thief who has just experienced some major mishaps in an art theft gone totally wrong and finds himself locked inside a swanky New York city penthouse surrounded only by the kind of art he would steal.
1: It sounds so good. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and then it says this this appears to be a hallucinatory artistic story of survival and
1: madness oh my gosh
0: <laughs> but i could not find anything about when or if to oh my be released, but just willem Dafoe in a new york penthouse full of art and having a mental breakdown it sounds like
1: <laughs> oh man oh man
0: <laughs> i i want that film to exist i just mm-hmm. could not verify that it does mm-hmm all right, okay. so our picks. A quick rundown because we have definitely gone long. Oh, uh, this is a long run now. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Mission Impossible, Super Mario Brothers movie, Little Mermaid, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, The Marvels, Fast X, Barbie, Dungeons and Dragons, John Wick Chapter 4, Dune Part 2, Scream 6, Creed 3. OK, that is our first 15 films. All are basically part of a franchise. I mean, Barbie's not like a film franchise, but every but it, single one of those it, is like existing is intellectual property. property. Yeah. Yes the first original film on our list coming in at number 16 is wish. Uh, but it's,
1: so, it, and that's essentially an IP because it's a Disney animated film.
0: Yeah. That is uh, a, that is
1: a whole <laughs> genre unto itself.
0: Yeah. But I'm just saying like, that says something I think about our, our uh, current state of filmmaking that our expectations for the box office is just uh franchise existing intellectual property straight through.
1: Well, and some <laughs> of that is just the only way we can make an expectation is based on no Previous quantities we like yeah. i don't think our top 10 picks are usually going to include anything that we don't know about
0: mm-hmm. so our next picks are 65 that's the dinosaur movie uh then shazam aquaman so we're back into franchises but then we get two historical films back to back napoleon and oppenheimer okay big name directors so mm-hmm. something a little different there uh megan the horror film with the dancing doll girl that's a, that's a good Rise pick. Of,
1: I wish I wish that was higher up on my list because that's a that's give me a solid pick for you.
0: I, I hope so. Transformers Rise of the Beasts, Equalizer 3, Man Called Otto, the Tom Hanks film, Hunger Games, prequel film, Knock at the Cabin, which is uh Shaman, but based on a book. I saw several people complaining that the book wasn't like the author of the book wasn't mentioned in all of the oh, um, I, I didn't know about the book advertising that's happened. Um Haunting in Venice, the Poirot film. Elemental, the Pixar film, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Gran Turismo, uh, our second video game film on here, I guess. Uh, Cocaine Bear, (laughs) based on a true story. That's another, uh, you know, adaptation of real events. (laughs) Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Expendables 4, The Flash, oh, The Flash, Uh, Blue Beetle, uh, Trolls 3, Next Goal Wins, uh, which I think is also based on a true story. I think so. Uh, uh, Renfeld. Asteroid City, that's the Wes Anderson film. Renfield is the Nicolas Cage as Dracula. Uh, are You There, God? It's Me. Margaret, Haunted Mansion, Craven the Hunter, Saw 10, Suzume, Plane. I can't believe that that name made it out of marketing. Like, all the notes from the <laughs> studio. And this film is just called Plane. Uh, a Good Person, 80 for Brady, The Meg 2, Wonka, Paint, and The Exorcist. What uh, a strange group of films that are coming out in 2023. I'm, I'm excited to, to see... What happens in this game?
1: How many films do you think will actually be counting by the end of the year? I will guess. Because we that... only had 30 or so this year, this past okay,
0: year. Okay, I'm going to guess there's going to be fewer that get off, moved off to the next year, but they're, they're, we're still going to get some that go straight to streaming. Uh, mm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. th- that sort of thing, which is the only reason I didn't pick Peter and Wendy is the fear that it's just going to go straight to Disney Plus. Uh, right. I'm going to say in the end of the 52 films that we have selected, uh, 45 will be released in theaters. Okay. Uh, oh, that feels a little high. Maybe maybe I, forty. <laughs> I, I I was
1: gonna say it was like mm, I think I'd pick <laughs> forty. Yeah, maybe forty. <laughs>
0: uh, and and part of the fun of this game is not knowing which ones will just disappear. Other than the flash, true. that one's that one's probably gonna disappear. Very true. All right, Andrew. Well, I look forward to seeing how this plays out. I also look forward to actually having an early lead with with Megan. Uh,
1: <laughs> I I didn't track much about the dates, so I don't know what my first film is.
0: Uh, well, uh, we'll get some At, updates Ant- in, in, in the Wasp. future. It's in oh, February, yeah,
1: so February, I'll take right? the that's lead be... away from you very quickly, I think. Yes, I, I agree with that. All right, listeners,
0: that's going to wrap up this episode. We'll be giving updates on Fantasy Box Office throughout the year in our uh, patron QuickAss. Thank you for joining us for show notes and links to all the other great dueling genre shows. You can go to doodlinggenre.com. Also, please subscribe to the protagonist podcast in your podcast app of choice and leave us a review. That really helps us out. Thank you again for listening. We'll be back next week to discuss another great character in a great story. So long. Hello listeners, and oh, now wait, I don't have my intro. <laughs> <laughs>